0: Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Roach. I'm Chad Campbell. T-Green. What, what about T-Green? Are you T-Green? Nope. I oh. don't know.
1: That.
0: I know T-Green. He's a good guy. <laughs> Got to have him on the show one of these days. We keep talking about him. But uh, how's it going, everybody? How's your uh, weeks been in Star Wars?
2: Uh, it's been a little sad. Um. Just uh, with the passing
0: of Darth Vader, yeah, David Prowse, a legend. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, the man
2: was our father when we yeah. were growing up. That was him.
0: Every father that everyone didn't want to have.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yep, David Prowse. But um, so that's sad. He was he was old.
0: Eighty-five, so. yeah. That, a it, long
2: life at least.
0: Did it say did he have like a, something pre existing or was it
2: uh, so he's had stuff for a while, a variety of um health problems. Um he's had like severe arthritis for most all of his life. He's had prostate cancer. Jeez. Um he's had so it was reported he had dementia they said he didn't have dementia but if you watch interviews with him as he got older um not necessarily dementia but what i would consider early signs of that yeah 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 Um, a more severe version of old age where you just are forgetting what you're talking about when you're doing it um and in 2016 uh due to his ill health he had stopped perform doing any kind of cons or interviews um any kind of public appearances all that kind of stuff yeah. um so i think that's why i had just um i don't know i i thought that i he would go sometime soon and and he did so still very sad but um you know he lived a full life
0: yeah, George Lucas actually paid tribute to Prowse um, after his death. He said, uh, "You know, he made he made Darth Vader leap off the page. He was up for anything and contributed to the success of what would become a memorable and tragic figure." Which,
2: yeah, I think that's big for George to say that. I'm sure as George is older now, he's kind of put some of that buried some hatchets anger that he had. You know, he's kind of like. Yeah, like you said, buried some hatches with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's it's nice to hear hear George speaking out about him and we want to do being the talking Sith and him being our father like you said. We got to pay tribute to the first dark lord of the Sith that we ever knew. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: true. That's true.
0: For a long time he was our only, you know, dark lord of the Sith. Like I mean because I don't think explicitly uh, they mentioned Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, in the A New Hope novelization. But I don't think that they said he was a Sith in that. I knew they said that Darth Vader was a Sith, but okay, I think it mentioned that Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, was a Sith. Is the word Sith in yes the OT? Yes, it's in the novelizations. Is it in the movies? No. Okay, so it's
2: possible Prowse never knew he was a Sith.
0: Right, uh, Palpatine is never even mentioned in the movies. Right, in the original trilogy. Ewoks are never mentioned in the original trilogy. These are all Wait. part of the vernacular that everybody has, but it's just from. So they don't say the name. Material. They don't say the name Palpatine or the name Ewoks in the originals. I'm ninety nine percent sure. I'm pretty sure they say Ewoks. Nope, I know they don't say Ewoks. What? Yeah, they don't say Ewoks. That's crazy.
2: But I'm—I'm know I'm skeptical on that. I, that'll blow my mind if that's true. I'm just for some reason I'm very skeptical that they never said it.
0: Well, uh, when we have our our saga viewing, okay, we have to keep track. Have to keep track.
1: That's up soon, isn't it?
0: That is Friday.
1: This Friday.
0: This Friday, December the fourth.
1: When did we agree on that?
0: Oh, when Timkey moved into his apartment is when uh, we discussed it and then set the date. And then I don't know; it's been brought up a couple times,
1: yeah. not really
0: a lot you, since you know everything's been kind of chaotic. But, uh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a pretty small one this year, obviously. But
1: oh, we'll, uh, Normal 15, 20 people we normally have.
2: Right. Okay. I, I mean, you're right. Then The name Ewok was never spoken.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. in the
2: credits. I mean, they are credited as
0: Ewok 1, Ewok 2, all that kind of all stuff. Right. In the credits. In the credits. Now, so the, you Emperor, could, uh, the Emperor... Is the emperor credited as Emperor Palpatine? I believe
2: the emperor is always credited as, as the emperor. He yeah. might be credited as Emperor Palpatine now, right. like right. But, but as, far I mean, as far as he was, he was always credited as the emperor. And just not go Palpatine.
0: back, watch one of your. Uh, I still have some VHSs from the '90s, and yeah, I do. What, yeah, what do you do? You go back and you look, and it's credited just as Sheev. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feel like that's. Was there all the time, right in front of us? Just never. That
2: would be that would be crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Canon's always expanding and going crazy, and you know, little. It's it's funny, like little things like that that now we just accept and we know, but you know, it's was never explicitly laid out for us, and that's why, like a lot of times, you know, you and I have had a lot of conversations about how much can they get away with, what can they bring in uh to like the Star Wars television shows or the Mandalorian's without, you know, stopping everybody to explain things to them. But I mean, look at the look at what is just like widely becomes like enveloped and just like seeps into our minds as a collective consciousness. You know, everybody knows what Ewoks are. The yeah. majority of the population know what Ewoks are and they're for decades now and they were never called out in the movie. Hmm. Yeah, that blows my mind. But, I mean, they did
2: have two movies called Ewoks that followed immediately after also, though.
0: True, true, true. Were they called Ewoks? What oh, yeah, the movies are
2: Ewoks. The, the Ewok Adventure, Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Yeah, they were yeah. very... Okay, okay. All the toys also that came out with Return of the Jedi said Ewok on them.
0: See, I which that's where we get a lot of information from. Have you heard my story of back it would have been like in 1999 right around 99 after uh maybe even before the phantom menace came out but definitely right around that period how i like figured out that oh i can't even show you i have the action figure right here i have an x star wars episode one power of the force action figure of palpatine emperor palpatine and on it it has this uh photo flashback Um, I don't know if you've, are you, are you familiar with the photo flashback thingies? Yes. Yep. And how, so it starts off episode one photo flashback and I'd seen the other ones, uh, you know, and uh, of like Obi-Wan Kenobi. So you got like old Ben and then you get the photo flashback of Ewan McGregor in episode one. And so I see the Palpatine one and I'm like, Emperor Palpatine, you know, photo flashback. So I pull down the photo flashback and it reveals Senator Palpatine. And it just never connected for me. I probably didn't even know Palpatine was his, the Emperor's name. I probably just knew him as the Emperor. And standing in the toy aisle at Meyer, I was just had my mind blown and was, I don't know. I was like, man, we're in for a good trilogy. We're in for a good trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. kind old, you know, kind of smug senator, now chancellor. He's going to become... For Palpatine. Little did I know that fast forward twenty years from then, I'd be using his likeness for a podcast. Yep.
2: Boy, weren't you let down on a good trilogy, huh?
0: <laughs> Not at all, actually. Not at all. I remember I had my trepidations about Episode Two at first. Oh man, I I remember I love. Okay, let me for the for uh, for the record, I love the prequels. I'm probably one of the biggest. Star Wars in general and prequel apologists that you'll ever meet. But I do remember that after I saw episode two for the first time, I was like,
1: oh, it's a little different.
0: I don't know. There was just something about it. And there was, and I think that's a, I don't know. I really think it's a, it's like sequelitis with anything. You know, it's, you get so used to the first one. I can't tell you how many times I probably watched episode one. You know, in between episode one and episode two um, and just like even more so just like poured over the books and all the, you know, the comics and the magazines and stuff that I had, but yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't upset with it. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'll tell you what else I'm not upset with. I'm not upset with the Mandalorian.
1: No, that's not you know, but yeah. You're upset with the Mandalorian tea. I said definitely not upset. <laughs>
2: I I will say this before we go into it, because I'm not upset overall. I do think it's starting to get every episode's kind of a copy and paste of the episode you saw before. Like, I need to get this item. Can you help me? Sure, if we get this item, can you help me? I guess I will. I got it. Can you help me? No, I can't help you. Your princess is in the next castle. Go there. Well, This is what we've
0: seen in literally every episode so far this season. For better or worse, um, I agree. And it's been said, so you're saying it in kind of a negative context. Others have said it in a very positive context that <laughs> the, fa- like, the fact is, it's basically like you're watching a role-playing game.
2: Yeah, but not a good one.
0: So all all these tropes that you're so used to in a role-playing game, like you meet other characters and you complete side quests with them. But every side quest, you're helping that character achieve his, like, mission, his or her mission in life and get to the next step for him or her. And along the way, while you're helping others, you're also growing and there's a larger uh, mission for you to accomplish so you're, and then, you know, you have recurring characters that may come back and help you out. And, you know, you're going to get roped into other things here and there. But in the end, it all comes together and you've built a huge tapestry that kind of, or like a web that kind of falls in on itself. And it everything points to the destination, which uh, you set out for originally. Right?
2: Yeah, I think that, though, if I was playing if I was doing a D and D campaign and we know that there's an overall story, but all that we're doing is side quests, that's not a good DM, whether, okay, it's just not, you need to be still giving us moments of the story, the overall story, which I think they're doing a decent enough job at, but I still would like to have an overall mission and view of where we're going and what is happening i
0: think i think we do though right but i think it's changing a little bit um let's talk about all right let's talk about the uh not this last week's episode but the one before that the siege uh chapter 12 um so it starts off i thought what was interesting the first thing i noticed was uh we get the first instance that we've seen at least of the man of revealing some of his face now, yeah he's not taking to the eat, helmet right? totally off yeah but like every other time we've seen him eat, or like he's refused straight up to eat in front of anybody at all um even the child he waited till the child like when they were at that village in season one he waited till the child was outside playing and then he took his helmet off and he ate but here we see him lifting yeah. his helmet up and taking some sips of some Bone brew stew or whatever it was. What do you th- what do you make of that? Uh, T being a the, Mandalorian um, yourself.
1: <laughs> so the funny thing about that is my child made me actually miss that. It wasn't until <laughs> I did again that I noticed it. Oh, man.
0: <clears throat> the child, good good <laughs> for things like that. Which child was that? Was that your daughter or your son?
1: Uh, my daughter uh, trying okay. to help her do school work. but so, yeah i'm out like at the beginning and just started talking and wanting help and i didn't pause it like i oh, should have man.
0: yep that's your first 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 <laughs> mistake was having children second mistake was not pause oh i'm just kidding but, no, uh, <laughs> but yeah man i'll tell you
1: um but i w- definitely when i saw that i was like he just, uh, he saw that he looked straight up in there.
0: Yeah, and Baby Yoda, and it seems like it might have been the first because Baby Yoda even takes notice. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, like he's looking up, like, whoa, Dad's taking his helmet <laughs> off a little bit here. So, what do you guys, what T, Chad, what do you make of that? Do you make of that that uh, um, Bo Katan got to him?
1: I don't maybe I know we just sorry go
2: no I I just don't know if if uh I think Bo-Katan would have gotten him somewhat I feel they're going to do a lot more on that though I don't think that he's necessarily I mean if he does just completely give up his way of life he's been living forever like that'd be weird I think that's more to me a sign of him becoming so comfortable around baby Yoda he doesn't even consider him like someone that he needs to do that for like that's just he's such a part of his life now that that's how he
0: right but that would still be against the the way of the watch you know he's a child of the watch you know he says straight up like he's never taken his helmet off in front of anybody nobody's removed it and he reveals in that episode in the village since he was the age of like the child in that episode since he was yeah. that age.
2: I'd argue he's not the best at that though, because as we see in that episode also, he takes his helmet off with the window wide open <laughs> and then anyone can look up at any second and see him. So I'm not, gonna, I'd argue he's not always uh, true yeah. to that word. It's got, I feel like he has just a waiting two, for someone to look up at him.
0: It's got a, like a two way um, force field there. <laughs> Those are very common in in, in uh, um, fishing villages.
1: Yeah, in the Star Wars oh, sure. galaxy. Yes, in the
0: middle of nowhere. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. No,
2: I'd argue he's not even the most like uh, concerned at that point. I think he almost <sighs> wants the one to turn and look.
0: Like, think, uh, maybe he was tempting fate because he just wanted to uh, settle down with a cute uh, with a cute farm girl that knew how to handle yeah. a blaster.
2: He he wants that life where he doesn't yeah. have to do that. I don't think he really wants to continue what he does. I think at times he gets tempted to not do that when he's feeling an emotion towards something like he does towards baby
0: Yoda. Yeah. All right. Well, I,
1: I know we have discussed uh, family, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian family. Basically, does he take off his helmet around family? I don't like, think so. Well, like when he's at home with his wife or – in Mando's would be at home with their wives and children. Would they just be wearing their helmets all day long?
0: I think if you're a child of the watch, yes. I think that if you're part of this culture, this subculture, uh, emphasis on the cult part of culture, um, yes. You, they uh, <laughs> so they don't reveal their helmet, you know, their faces to anyone. So they're kind
2: of like furries, basically. Like, they just have sex in these outfits, too, and just don't take it off. They're just
0: shinies, or smoothies, or... Smoothies. (laughs) smoothies. Beskies. They're all beskies. Beskies Yeah. They're all... I don't know. I mean, T, in in our Star Wars D&D, you are a clone who thinks he's a Mandalorian, so...
1: You almost died the other last episode because of you
0: who almost died you did you oh oh yeah well um yeah so i i don't know i personally i think that that's just i think because of like what we said like i i do think he has like trepidations about it i think he has regrets about it i think that he wishes he could have stayed and settled down with a cute girl um i maybe he was tempting fate but i don't think he's ever explicitly taken his helmet off in front of anybody nor would he uh, it's kind of implied in um the jailbreak episode from season one that him and the twilight chick hooked up and that he never took off his helmet during that yep so yep. i mean there's that for you so i think that this is a sign that bo katan's kind of getting to him And that, yes, he does kind of wish that he didn't have to do that. And he's realizing, like, uh, there is another way. Like, I can be Mandalorian and take off my helmet and settle down and be with a cute girl over here on the forest planet, you know? Yeah, I hope
2: they do more with that, though. I I feel like that's a really fast, like... yeah. One person told you once and now you're like, oh my gosh.
0: Well, one I'm person that seems pretty legit of a Mandalorian, she had the dark saber, you know, she's, she, I mean, if he looks into it at all, I mean, she's uh, essentially royalty when it comes to the Mandalorian. So
1: that is, true. yeah,
0: but he's, um, but you
2: can figure you've grown up this entire way. That's like someone who is your same religion tells you, you know, oh no, it is okay to do drugs. Seriously. And they're still super religious. Right. Like, are you then going to be like, oh, okay. Drugs are okay. Because one person told me once.
0: Well, Knapsack said over on uh, Force Center, um, shout out to uh, Knapsack and uh, Scrimshaw over there. Um, You know, he grew up in a very strict Christian home and upbringing. And uh, he was a grown man at a pastor's house in his 20s. And the pastor offered him a beer. And he said it was mind-blowing. And he was literally like, wait a minute. I could have been drinking beer all this time. And, Hold
1: on.
0: Please? <laughs> uh From the Force Center podcast. Good podcast. Check them out. Um, Ken Knapsack and Joseph Scrimshaw over there. Also competitors uh, on the, um, uh, the Star Wars trivia, the Smodown Star Wars trivia contests that they have. On nice. YouTube. Um, but yeah uh, it's kind of like that right like this whole time he's like wait a minute I, I I, can still be a Mandalorian and not abide by this crazy you know standard but so I think yeah. they will develop it and I think him just taking it off a little bit and not all the way you know he's not just taking it off and setting it aside and letting Yo- baby Yoda see him but he is I think it was there on purpose right after that to show us that there's a crack in the armor now and that there's more to come. Yeah. Um, the second thing I, I, uh, I wrote down about uh, that episode was the uh, Aqualish, um, the Aquilish meth gang that were hanging out in the old headquarters of uh, the, the, co- the, uh, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the covent or the, um, the covert. The old covert hangout. We had the aquilish meth gang because those Aqualishes looked rough. Yes. They all had skullets and looked like they were on spice. But uh thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, what you guys have uh what do you guys think about the uh, the aquilish and the ferret? <laughs> Ferrets are now uh officially part of uh, star wars war or, or prairie dogs um yeah and then when the mandalorian lands there i mean we get a little more of this later but i just kind of thought it was funny that uh, uh grief Carga says he's going to put his best guys on fixing the uh fixing up the ship and it's literally just the two schmoes that are standing there he's like yeah i'll get my yeah. best guys on it hey
2: you. So, you know, you. ferrets were part of, uh, have been part of canon for like a 30-ish years. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Where's uh, ferret? So, that is from the Forest Moon Endor from um, Caravan of Courage.
0: <laughs> oh, leave it to Chad. See.
2: Ferrets, horses, goats, llamas, Ducks. lizards. All of those are in.
0: I know yeah. ducks are mentioned in the uh, the first no, the A New Hope novelization. Okay, and
2: then isn't aren't lizards in uh, even Return Emperor of the Jedi back. or Emperor, Emperor Strikes back?
0: back? Yeah, there's a lizard in the cave. Yep, that we now know Yoda probably later ate whole for lunch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't now get the image of a grown. Old man Yoda hanging out on—that's why he went to Dagobah, man. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet, and I just—I want to now see the a grown Yoda just like swallowing an iguana hole, just like like baby Yoda does with a frog. Just
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: iguana gone. Yeah, it's on my checklist now. Things I want to see in Star Wars. But yeah, I thought it was funny that uh, the his two best people were the. uh, the um Mimbonian or Mimbanite that were standing there and I think just a human. But the Mimban is the guy who ends up um being a traitor and uh puts the tracking device on Mando's ship for old moth Gideon. And so he what uh, you know where the Mimbans are from, where we've seen them before?
1: Uh nope. no. No. <clears throat> So
0: you don't really get a good look at them, but it is, I'm pretty sure, just reused from Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, so the mud planet that they are on at the beginning, where they're having the battle and Solo's like, you know, uh, you know, we're, the, we're the invaders. <laughs> we're the guys taking their land. The guys they're fighting against are the people of Minbin, and it's one of those creatures. Okay, that makes sense. So hmm. we, we got that. We got that callback right there, a little a little Solo callback. Did you guys notice uh, in town that there was a statue of IG-11?
1: Yes. I
0: don't know if I did. That's awesome, though. Yeah, so it's blinking. you miss it. It's literally in the background when they're going into uh, what used to be the cantina. Yep. So, like, where he, you know, and uh, there's just a, they don't call it out or anything. It's just if you look while they're walking in, there's a statue of IG-11 back there.
2: Nice. I'm going to have to check that out.
0: And uh, Chad, what would you make of uh, droids teaching school? Oh, I loved that. makes sense. That would make sense. Um,
2: I don't know how easy that would be for kids to mess around then, though. Right. Because, um, I mean, we know that C-3PO is not fast. Like, he couldn't necessarily catch a kid. If it was running.
0: Well, um, neither are a lot of teachers I had in school. That this is also true. <laughs> um, well, I so I just
2: think like there would normally be probably someone else there
0: with them. Too bad Timmy's well, not I here know. with us. He's uh, TA by trade. That's true.
1: I know that uh, when Baby Yoda came in they all started getting rowdy, and it wasn't until probably five or ten minutes after the sit-down did the teacher finally say, all right, kids, settle down.
0: Yeah, right. I don't so... You'd you think that maybe they have, I don't know, most of a teacher's uh, actual power just comes from intimidation and the, uh, the <laughs> structure that has been set up that to is... make you think that they have power over you. You fear them only because of like detention <laughs> slips. And <laughs> fear them. But what'd you guys make of the overall turnaround in Navarro?
1: Oh, I mean, they definitely cleaned it up. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I thought it was interesting that the droid was teaching on the hyperspace routes um, yep. into the into the core. They mentioned the maelstrom that surrounds Kessel, which is another solo reference. Um, and they were talking about the seats of power in the core, the core worlds. And then next episode, we'll talk about in a little bit, we get a reference to the world of Tython, which is in the deep core. So... I thought it was interesting that they were kind of pointing their way towards the core, you know, an Mm -hmm. episode before that. And then the, uh, the next thing I, I, uh, I have written down in my notes is the, uh, mithril gland uh, evacuation when the Mando walks into the office and we see the, uh, the mithril there from that, from chapter one just kind of freaks out and he has that evacuation of his glands. (laughs) Yep. So how'd you like how how do you like his tone like the tone of the mithril in this episode?
2: I liked it. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. It was a good character to bring back too, because it was one of the more memorable side characters from the first season. Right. So yeah. I'm glad to see them bring someone back. And it then gives me hope that like we'll see more characters come back. In some ways I don't know if we will or should, but I think I think that was a cool thing to have recurring things like
0: that. I think we will because I think we have evidence. We have no evidence of the contrary really yet, right? right. We
1: have oh, um like I the, know Go ahead, T. I read an article uh Sasha Banks basically said she is not making another appearance. Now that doesn't mean that Boca Tan's not, not Really.
2: But... Yeah, I believed that. I thought it was just a one and done. I I don't think I think so. may, I think maybe in another season
0: yeah maybe in another but, season but I, yeah. don't, I, I, I don't think it's totally done. Um, I don't think that
2: this but
0: some, I my theory is that this show is gonna be they're gonna try
2: to MCU Star Wars shows and they're gonna have like three others start popping up here and there
0: oh, I'm and sure. then they'll,
2: they'll have like their uh, Avengers versions of things um and crossovers but i expect that mandalorian will pretty much just have like maybe once a season someone else will make an appearance.
0: Um i mean you have you have the uh the lady that the uh the person who runs the hangar there on tatooine she you know had an appearance in the first season and then we go back and we visit her in you know the second season. Um yeah she did a couple episodes this season. Yeah, then we have um I mean, we had the tease in episode five of, or chapter five of season one of Fennec Shan being on the ground after Toro Calican shoots her. And then we get the jingling, which is was Boba Fett, right? So he comes yep. back. And I don't think we've seen the last of Boba Fett either. Um, no, and I hope they don't give him it's, a whole show. Oh, it's pretty much all but confirmed that they're not giving <laughs> – so the big rumor is right now, so the news is broken the last couple weeks, uh, there's some casting rumors about it that they're not giving him an entire show, but it's going to be like a miniseries. Okay. And the big rumor is it's going to come out between seasons two and three of The Mandalorian. And oh. it's going to explain the time period between Return of the Jedi and The Mandalorian. So it's going to show us what Boba Fett's been up to. And I think that's okay. the lead up to his appearance and what like what his um, intentions and his ambitions are at this point and whatever his run, next run in with the Mando's is going to be in season mm. three. Okay. And I think yeah. Fennec Shand I'm calling it, I think Fennec Shand is going to show back up and confront the Mandalorian before Boba Fett does probably on behalf of Boba Fett.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many shows they'll try to pull on us.
0: Uh, well, we basically got like a, what do they call it? Like a um, soft pilot or something like that, or a sideways yep. pilot um, in this last episode. Um,
1: For sure.
2: I don't think Thrawn's ever going to play a part in Mandalorian until maybe later on when they like cross. But I'm pretty uh, sure that was just a setup with Soka.
1: I I don't know,
0: man. I don't know. A couple of things, I'll I'll rattle them off. First live action use of a code cylinder. Uh, They took the code cylinder off the guy and they used it to, uh, you know, gain entrance in there. Uh, I like that uh, the Mithril we were talking about, um, he straight up calls out that there's no (laughs) guardrails. Yep. Which is always an ongoing thing in Star Wars. And getting to the meat of the first uh, episode we're talking about here. Um, we got the floating pickled, uh, pickled clones or people or whatever they are in the laboratory. Um, and as they're talking about these floating pickled people, uh, and they're listening to Dr. Pershing, um, and Dr. Pershing is talking about, uh, oh, yeah. I M counts which they they ran right up to it and stopped just short of uh, dropping the m word midichlorian in this um yeah. and then as we're seeing these pickled people uh floating there we get snoke music yep what do you guys think about that t you go first so
1: Uh, I mean, the figure looked like a uh, Snoke outline, but I was going to say something else.
0: <laughs> what were you going to say?
1: Now, I had read a couple articles and somebody had said that in the the little drawings that they do at the end, uh-huh. there's a a, Zagbra- a Zabrak, whatever them right. all is.
0: Yep, Zabrak.
1: Yep. So in the far left one, there's the silhouette of a of a Zagbrak. Zag, yeah.
0: So they're bringing Maul back. They're cloning Maul.
1: Something like that. We'll see.
0: That'd be interesting. I I don't know if they'll do that. That'd be interesting. Maul never dies. He's going to be like yeah. Stefano Mira, if anybody's ever watched Days of Our Lives. The phoenix always rises from the ashes. It's so my mom's I, so popper. She's been watching for like the last 35 years. So Nice.
2: I was going to say, I believe you. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But. I, oh man, I was... Uh, around so much of days of our lives growing up and nowadays my mom still watches days of our lives so when i talk to her on a regular basis i check in with all the characters as if they're other family members like hey what's john black up to how about uh, marlena evans and uh roman how's he doing is he still commissioner of the salem police department you know i just check in on these people
1: nice. they die and
0: then they come back and then they die and they come back and there's you know
1: it's his evil twin it's right very... yep 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 yeah i yeah, my aunt loved well loved them,
0: yeah, uh, so yeah, I thought that was interesting with the snokes what do you think what do you think then chad you think uh what do you think about the the pickled snokes and uh
2: I like that I think what I said this did i i don't know if I said it to you, I said it to like a hundred people, I think this <laughs> show and all the other shows will become the band aid that episode nine needs. It will be like in twenty years, they'll be like, "Oh wow!" They'll, they'll watch seven, eight, nine. They'll be like, "Oh, well, that's cool." It didn't quite make sense how Palpatine was still alive and had all that stuff conveniently there, though. And then they'll be like, "Well," in the, man, watch,
0: we'll, the we'll watch the Mandalorian,
2: watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> it'll explain all of it. It's just like what Star Wars is famous for, which is. The Clone May, Wars. It's what the May Clone so, Wars
0: did for the prequels.
1: Yes, spending so millions what I'm of hearing, dollars
2: to correct their mistakes.
0: <laughs> what are you hearing, T?
1: So what I'm hearing, Chad, is that Saga Day will include Mando in the near future. Oh, it'll have to. It's going to be yeah, Saga. Yeah.
2: For, for <laughs> nine to <eight>, make full sense. <laughs> saga. Yeah, it'll have to. I think, I think this is what they'll do. It, it'll be like the Clone Wars was for the prequels. I mean, the Clone Wars makes the prequels a better show. In fact, in my opinion, I would take episode one and two and make them into, because you could definitely condense them into 25-minute animated shorts. Uh, and oh,
0: about 25 then, minutes, but okay.
2: Oh, you could do it. There, I guarantee you there's just about 25 minutes of importance in those movies. And then you could have those Somebody videos. who
0: made a roach edit.
2: And that would be the first uh-huh. thing that you... <laughs> you watch then you watch clone wars and you only watch half of clone wars because only half of it's like actually necessary to watch and then cut the last four episodes with episode three and that's the best way to watch the prequels maybe the yeah. best way to watch star
0: wars did anybody but, actually uh notice on um disney plus they have 20 essential episodes for the clone wars posted now
2: Yes, I think there's probably more than 20 essential episodes. I'd say. I'm thinking um,
0: that it's just for what's going on right now because it's very Mandalorian heavy.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think, um, I think there's definitely more than 20. There's probably like half the episodes that I would say yeah. are important to watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all of season seven. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Of all of seven. All of Rebels. Yeah. I don't think all you can miss Rebels. an
2: episode of Rebels. You can probably miss like five episodes maybe, of Rebels.
0: Maybe a few episodes of Rebels. There's the one where the robot is singing in the in outer space. Yes. Uh, uh, none of Resistance? You yeah, don't need All anything. of Resistance is very vital. All of it all of it all vital. of it. Now there's like six scenes in Resistance that are I, Yeah, I think total alive. Resistance can be cut
2: down into like six episodes. Okay. Season two i'm i'm like i'm on episode 13 so i've like six episodes left guys this is a total sideways tangent i realized everyone listening if you're still <laughs> listening um yeah, but season 2 was so disappointing cuz i actually thought season 1 ended well even though it took a while to get good like it did start to get kind of good and then season 2 just like kind of ignores all of that weight and right. stuff and it just like pushes back. things aside and it's back to
0: back to the chaos, goofing off and falling over yeah. and knocking things back.
2: Down. to the episodes those I didn't really love in season 1. And my my whole thing is like who's the villain here? There's no like real villain. There's it's just For like goofy. Story, yeah, I mean that's a like in general statement. It's just like there's no there's not much going
0: um, they had a few character like a few elements that could have been good like the girl who is the mechanic turns and she turns like his trade coat and she goes to the first order so like that's kind of stuff that they could really dive into which could be deep which kind of got glossed over like it, it was somewhat yeah. important somewhat cool but that's what i liked with the ending is like a right. character actually joins the
2: villains and i was like yeah. wow okay you know it makes sense it's cool but like she's hardly in the second season so far and and she never actually seems to be actually committed.
0: I mean, it's been done before in Star Wars, right? Like, but we we knew it was coming with Anakin, right? So we went back and we told right. some great prequels. What do you guys think the chances are? So, um, oh, man, I, I want to talk about this more later with Ahsoka's trepidations about training baby Yoda. Now we've already seen baby Yoda force choking people. And you know, mm-hmm. he's like he's not just like um he's feeling anger like right now. He's like well, she's sensing what he's feeling, and she's like he's feeling anger like right now. Like he is uh he's angry. Um he's already got attachment. But uh so what do you think the chances are that we see a character like baby Yoda potentially go dark side? Mm. Like do they dare? do they dare i know like we said like okay ray's not going to they don't dare with ray right the only reason they dared with anakin was because everybody already knew we already everybody. knew could they have told that story could george lucas have told that story in order no like you get say say it's in order say you can go back in time somehow and george lucas you 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 have Like in Lost. You guys watch Lost? Don't ruin it for me. Hurley. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it? Okay.
2: Don't ruin it. I'm I'm watching it right now. I'm on season three. Oh, are you really? Yeah, for real. Don't
0: ruin it. (laughs) Okay. Well, say somehow, some way, um, Chad, you can go back in time then, and you can deliver all of um, Star Wars. Uh, Like you have an immense knowledge of all of the Clone Wars rebels everything how it all fits together now and you present it to george lucas and you say this is it this is what becomes of this and present it and he decides i'm going to present it chronologically so he presents it uh you also take the technology back with you so he presents <laughs> he presents episode you know one episode two and then all of the clone wars as a uh, animated series then we get episode three how does that go over where you have the hero anakin and then nobody knows he's necessarily going to go dark and he becomes Darth Vader can they do that again can they repeat that like they didn't they they didn't dare do it with ben solo they introduced us they were like yeah he's already he was good he's bad now
2: yeah i don't think that they will do that. I don't think baby Yoda will go bad. I think they could make it like a Greek tragedy type thing where baby Yoda doesn't have the choice to go bad. Um if they want to do that but they won't actually have baby Yoda. It's kind of what they did with Vader, right? To go bad.
0: Yeah, yeah kind of. He doesn't just choose to go bad. He gets slowly manipulated and just yeah. Kind of gets a crap end of the stick a lot of. Yeah, movies. I don't think I don't think they'll even do it that way where like, oh,
2: Poor Baby Yoda, he has no choice but to be bad. He he joins it for that. I don't think they'll do. I think it will be more like Baby Yoda, his genes or his power is the cause of this thing. Like they've already hinted at that, right? Like, I wish... so I think that's where they'll leave it as him being responsible. I hope.
0: I want. And then to we'll find with... out at
2: the end that all the pilots. In the end scene of rise of skywalker
0: the the last people to try to take a hero or heroine and turn them bad that it was it was poorly executed and it was quickly done and it was like too much good and then all of a sudden bad and that was in game of thrones so i believe it i've never watched game of thrones there's there's, there's somebody you root for the whole time and then suddenly at the end it's like the writing was on the wall it was just kind of like with anakin right like a lot of the writing's on the wall but it's like real quick when that that switch is flipped and it's not widely accepted yet i believe it will be in years to come kind of like episode three has become much more widely accepted but um I wa- I wish they were brave enough to do that. I wish they were brave enough to take a Rey and turn her dark side or take a baby Yoda and turn him dark side. Um, I hope that someday we get a character like that, that we grow up, we see innocent, and we see their turn to the dark side without already knowing they're going dark side. Um, the other thing I wanted to call out in that episode is uh, – We've just been talking about how nobody knew that the things, the the tubes on the back of the stormtroopers were uh, thermal detonators, and one of the scout troopers uses their thermal detonator in this episode. When they yeah. The, yeah, 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 so, timely, timely shout out. There we that. go.
2: I mean, we knew a show like Mando would do that, though.
0: This is where it's going to happen, right? Where we're going to get all the little cannon i and i said it on that episode yep. i was like if it's gonna happen i believe i even called it was gonna happen in this episode i think you did because it was from the shot of the uh when they were running by from this siege episode that we started talking about the uh the thermal detonators there so there we go um more folding ties so it's not uh, just moth gideon's it's some sort of folding tie wing tie that uh that whole base has evidently.
2: Yep. Yeah, that, that's why they're making their copies of Snoke that Palpatine told them to, and they're busy burying their ships in a planet like Palpatine told them to.
0: Well, we're gonna get well, I... to, we'll get to some more of that. Um, so I like that uh, with the X-wing pilot, <clears throat> he comes by to do a checkup, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems that. Like, grief Karga is not cooperating with him. He's just, like, BSing him the whole time, not telling him what's actually going on. And so he's got a feeling that stuff's going on. But if, like, nobody's cooperating with him, then this is how the First Order rose back to power. Because everybody was like, oh, screw the man. You know, we've been bossed around by the man in the Empire. The New Republic, or the Old Republic, was already corrupt and it became the Empire. So why do we trust the New Republic? So I think they're laying the groundwork to be like, this is how they were able to get away with it. This is how the First Order, the remnants of the Empire, the Final Order were able to be under everybody's noses because people who knew didn't report it to the authorities and they were able to get away with it. What would yep. you guys make of uh, the, uh, the medal or the badge that he gave to Cara Dune?
2: I don't even know if I remember it visually that well, to be honest with you. I only watched the episode once. I failed at watching it again.
0: I need to. It looked like it was just like a medal or a badge that was the new Republic emblem.
2: Well, yeah, I, I remember. I know what it was. I just wasn't sure. Like, I didn't have any feelings on it, I guess. Yeah. But Besides, that, they'll probably say, I imagine she's going to join and be flying one of the ships. At the end,
0: that's that, well, <laughs> well, she was a drop trooper. so. But I, I don't know if this is like him. Is it like a medal? Like, oh, this is for your service. Or is it a badge? Like, you're, I, I am officially, as like the New Republic Police Force or whatever, uh, recognizing you as the marshal of this place.
2: I think it's like a golden ticket, Willy Wonka type thing. Like this is yours now, I know you can d- I want you to join us. you obviously are hesitant. we're still going to give you this because we think that you would be great and want them want her to join them, and inevitably she's going to right you, you don't set up those stories just have her go no thank you the whole time
0: right well, we've seen like you know they're they're leaving little breadcrumbs that are going to be picked up either later in the Mandalorian or in the spinoff series. Yep. Which, uh, the last scene we see...
2: I don't know if they'll give her a spinoff series. I don't think she will get her own spinoff series.
0: No, not anymore, for sure.
1: Yeah. Not after the
0: fallout that she's, uh, partaking in. Um, which is unfortunate. But, uh, we see at the very end um, all these dark clad armored troopers of some sort, all like lined up in the wall on, on Moth Gideon's. Uh, it's not a Star Destroyer, it's a type of smaller Imperial craft that was first uh, introduced to us in Rebels. We've only seen it pretty much in Rebels. Um, So it's like a baby destroyer. Uh, But also the uh, technician that's working on these dark clad troopers has the insignia of uh, Imperial weapons and research. Uh, So it would have been like the same insignia that uh, Galen Erso had in Rogue One. So Mm -hmm. we know there's some sort of weapons and research. And if you watch, uh, you can learn a lot if you watch uh, all these episodes of The Mandalorian with the descriptive audio and the subtitles on do you do that yes so <laughs> watch the descriptive audio if you listen to the descriptive audio and the subtitles they are called out as dark troopers
1: dark troopers with a you know
2: i mean of course you do man like
0: uh, <laughs> that makes sense as if it's almost as if i have a star wars podcast and it's uh i'm reporting the news
2: yeah i guess yeah it's investigative
0: reporting at its easiest you just i just click two (laughs) buttons and it tells me a whole lot of information that's not otherwise you know right in front of you even though it's right there people
1: right there yeah that makes sense
0: (laughs) i shouldn't reveal my sources uh yeah but uh yeah so are you guys familiar with dark troopers
1: uh no, I am not. I mean, I I did some research on them, but I don't know a lot about them. Ooh,
0: what was
2: you it? told me they were Dark Troopers, so I looked up Dark Troopers.
0: <laughs> All right, so T so, and Ted, from your research of Dark Troopers, what did you turn up? And what do you think?
1: So it's like, from what I read, it's like the third generation of some sort of like, uh, like, uh, and not android. Um, yeah, basically. It's, it's like a, a droid-like deal. Like this super badass droid. Right. That's like powered by like, uh, like the force or something. Like, I, I don't remember exactly.
2: They were uh, deployed for evaluation by the Imperial military during the Galactic Civil War and were utilized in the Battle for Tatooine, according to canon.
0: So, in the... Uh, I can't remember all the names of the uh, of the games now, but originally, back in the day, um, Star Wars they, Dark
2: Forces. Yeah, Star Wars Dark
0: game. Forces. So, there were a couple of iterations of Dark Troopers. First, they were basically like super battle droids that looked like droid stormtroopers, but were huge, hulking, and black. Uh, their second iteration was um, they were like um uh biologically engineered with like so they could use the force and so it was like biologically engineered tests or like people of some sort and half droid as well so i'm thinking that that's the iteration we're getting so i'm thinking that uh these uh, weapons engineerings people and the lab that's going on there is is yes, is maybe going to be used to explain some of Episode 9 and Palpatine's Return, but also Gideon is making Dark Troopers, which are the second iteration fashion that they're going to have like some force potential at least and be like a super battle droid, essentially. So...
1: Um, Quick, before we move on past that, the the VIP that they were talking about that basically kept almost dying, who do we think that is? I mean... Because whoever it is, basically, they don't want him to die, so they stopped the, the testing. Palpatine? would make sense that's the
0: easiest thing to go to because from the uh novelization of the rise of skywalker we know that he's been alive in a former fashion the whole time since return of the jedi he transferred his consciousness into a body that wasn't ready and he's been like half dead half alive and they've been making all these atrocities and attempts this whole time and the best we get is the decrepit, rotting, zombified body of him hooked up to that uh, Omen harness in episode nine. Um, the the next best thing that we got was his a clone that was nearly perfect but had no force potential, which is Ray's father. So I think that. It's the easiest thing to say. It's Palpatine. My second guess would be Thrawn.
1: So judging are... off
0: next episode.
1: Um, dang it, I can never remember their name. Rock... Uh... Rock Cuisine. No. <laughs>
0: Rock of Love. Rocks... Uh... Rock, <laughs> Rock of Ages.
1: Good gravy. Shut up.
0: Great movie, watch it.
1: Um New Rockstar or New Rock New
0: Rockstars, okay. Yeah,
1: they Wait, the video their... game company. No. Oh. What is the name? Uh God. Oh, well. new Republic. Whatever. But so their theory is
0: Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I, I told you that I watch a lot of them. Um their theory is that it's Palpatine's son and they're trying to to get him ready to be taken over
0: maybe maybe, maybe per- sun.
1: is that what I'm hearing
0: yeah so that could be possible like maybe it's they made this perfect clone and now they're trying to figure out how to imbue it with the force because he's not force sensitive
1: so that's, that's their theory anyway and I, I-
0: that would be interesting that would be interesting. Um, yeah, like my like the only reason I say Thrawn is because at the end of the next episode we get a Thrawn name drop.
1: Um, name drop.
0: Yeah, next episode some things that I, uh, I I'll shoot some things out for chapter thirteen that I think were that that uh, kind of tickled my fancy. HK eighty seven droids. Do you guys ever play Kotor or the Old Republic games? yep hk-47 was an assassin droid like to call humans meatbags uh so then we get uh the hk-87 droids in the next episode that are uh um accompanying this this woman who is uh what they say her name was uh so could name dropped her as morgan elspa she said all her people were slaughtered in the clone wars and she turned that um and suffering into a uh, war machine and built uh, has been building like devastators and ships and fleets. Um, so, and Mando points out that it looks like she's still in business. So, she's still in business for the first order, the final order. Is she helping build the ships for the final order that Palpatine's got hiding away on Exegol? Um, both, all the above. Also, it's interesting to point out that uh, on the side of those droids' heads, the HK-87s, it has the symbol of the Seventh Fleet. And the Seventh Fleet is Thrawn's fleet. So,
1: those are so also. droids there. So, uh, do you know who played her?
0: I know it was um, uh, Bruce Lee's goddaughter.
1: thought it was his granddaughter.
0: Goddaughter, I believe. I believe it's his goddaughter it's a relative of bruce lee right somehow connected to bruce lee kind of so cool little so we got john wayne's uh grandson and bruce lee's goddaughter or granddaughter yep one of them very kurosawa this whole episode only sure. episode that's written by someone other than Favreau. It who's written by filoni directed by filoni which is why i also think that uh it's like a soft pilot to introduce yeah. Ahsoka to us. And so real quick, Chad, T, what'd you think? Ahsoka title live action.
1: Uh, pretty badass.
0: Yeah, I loved it.
2: I was really nervous about it because I love Ahsoka and you can't always translate, especially when you're translating a cartoon into live action. It doesn't always work out that great some things are just better as a cartoon um but i think especially because it's older ahsoka um it worked really well for me
0: yeah um i was also very nervous about how she was going to translate but i think they did spectacular like ahsoka is very agile she's very She flips all over the place. She's going crazy in the Clone Wars. And we see that in this episode. Like, it's a lot of implied action. um, But it's there, like the way she scales that wall at the end. And, Mm -hmm. right. uh, Just like how fast she is. Like, this is, man, I think this might be my favorite Star Wars lightsaber action. Is from yeah. episode just the way that she utilized her lightsabers and her battle against all of them. I also like how they did the uh, POV shot of Ahsoka, so it kind of made this Jedi character also like the uh, <laughs> like the horror villain of this episode at the beginning there. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, love the lightsaber action. What do you guys think of the white lightsabers in live action? I like. Uh-
2: yeah, I, th- I thought it went really well. I thought the whole episode, honestly, probably my favorite episode so far this season. Potentially, yeah. probably not my favorite episode of the series so far, but really, really well done. They did, I was, again, nervous about having a lot of this crossover stuff happen, and Ahsoka coming in and all of this stuff, because not everyone knows Ahsoka, um... And I know that Star Wars can sometimes rely too much upon needing to know lore for things to work as well as they should. But I thought it did probably the best job you can. Um, Introduced the character, but kept the focus not on Ahsoka, but on the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Ahsoka was part of their journey, but she wasn't the centerpiece. She doesn't become anything really... And super important I mean at least not yet um, and we got to learn all about Baby Yoda which I thought was fantastic.
0: Yeah it starts off it's about as far as you get from Din Djarin and Baby Yoda to my recollection I don't believe any episodes have started off following somebody else no no because this starts off and you're following Ahsoka at the beginning. Yep. So it's kind of a departure from everything else. But, I mean, if you watch them in order, it makes total sense. Like, oh, we're going to this planet to find a Jedi. Oh, here's the Jedi. We're showing you a little bit of this, right? And, yeah, awesome how they they brought her in. She served her purpose. And um, Hawes Burkhart from Blue Harvest podcast – often referred to as the Star Wars Beard of Knowledge, uh, called this weeks ago that uh, he was like, you know why I think they're bringing Ahsoka in? I think they're bringing Ahsoka in to have a campfire scene. And at this campfire scene, I think she's going to communicate with Baby Yoda through the Force, and that's how we're going to get Baby Yoda's name. And the Beard of Knowledge came through once again. He was, I mean, this was weeks ago he predicted this, and he was spot. On. So, what do you guys think? Grogu.
1: Grogu.
0: Yeah, I think Gogurt's
2: a really cute name. Um, I I think everyone's still for a long time going to call it Baby Yoda. I think it's just natural because we've I think been. They waited it. too long.
1: Yeah, they, they waited too
2: long. Yeah, we've been calling it
0: that for like. You mean the 14. child? The child. They've been yeah, trying the to shove the child down our throat. And oh, I know. Like-
1: that that was we my call. part that yeah. In this,
2: <laughs> it's been Baby Yoda for 14 months, and and Grogu isn't like Rogu. Grogu. Grogu, Okay. See, it's it's just not as catchy of a name Hi, as man. Baby Yoda. Um, so it will eventually just be called uh, Grogert or Grogu. whatever. But I think um, Grogert.
0: All all Baby Yoda's going to grow into is just, he's, he's just going to say grogroot Groot. Gro Groot. Mm. Gro Groot. That's yeah. all he'll say. Just Gro Yeah. And Vin Diesel will eventually voice him.
2: <laughs> I think it'll be...
0: Vin Diesel doing his best Yoda impression just saying grogroot Groot a bunch of times with different inflection.
2: I can't wait until we find out. <laughs> That Grogu is the love child of Yoda and Yaddle. All
0: right. So how about that? There's some internet outrage that uh, Ahsoka says that uh, she only knew one of this kind. And that was the Jedi Master Yoda.
1: Cool. That we get the Yoda
0: name drop. And that we get a little bit of Yoda's theme there. Very awesome. Got the feels. But just hashtag justice for Yaddle. I've seen that getting thrown around. I have.
1: When would she have ever met Yaddle? She yes. was off the the council by the time.
0: Yep. She. She never would have met Yaddle. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we don't know what happened to Yattle. but. Uh, I'm sure we do somehow. There's probably something. I don't think we do. I don't think she ran off. Not canon. Go Groot. Yattle
2: had a vision where she was. Killed by Darth Vader in a comic. I don't know if they actually...
0: Oh, really? Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So, we get uh, Grogu. Get his name. We find out that uh, he was trained at the temple um, by many masters. And then, after the rise of the Empire, he was taken and hidden when the Empire rose to power. So... What do you guys make of that? Trained by many masters, I'm thinking that's just like a Yoda teaching class to the younglings in Episode Two kind of thing. He's still like Harry Potter style, been sorted into his house, and he's still learning. Which we do now know that there are different houses at the uh, the Jedi Academy, thanks to uh, Dooku Jedi Lost.
1: I, I honestly, it's it's weird to think that he was there during the the massacre or not there I guess you would say
0: (laughs) did you guys see what we posted up on the talking Sith page
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's hilarious (laughs) I I mean
0: that's accurate (laughs) I'm going to text don't be at the temple tomorrow Grogu
1: so I mean many masters like
0: so I'm guessing that he was just like or maybe he was just a special case because he was a Yoda, a Yothan, yeah. a Yodling,
1: <laughs> a Yodling,
0: <laughs> little That's... baby Yiddle. Yeah,
1: who knows? Who knows, knows what? We're mad about that. The name. Yeah, How no, they know why. Broke with yeah, tradition. No why. Yeah. Why not? Yogu. Yogu. And we still Yogu.
0: didn't
2: get. We still didn't get told. Uh what's the species name
0: yeah i don't think we're ever going to know that oh. i hope we don't um yeah so he's <clears throat> 50 years old as we've i like i pointed out many podcasts ago uh would have been born the same year as anakin um so i mean when anakin was there in episode 1 you know grogu was already ten, presumably right. already at the temple, um, being trained by many masters. So do you think it's a special case? Uh, also, he's definitely repressed his force powers. It says yeah. that you know he went through a period of darkness, trauma. Yeah, um,
1: he he basically hid it so that he wouldn't be hunted.
0: So do you think he's repressing more than just his force powers? Do you think he's, like, maybe repressed, like, he's been, like, because of this trauma, like, he can actually speak more? Maybe he can actually communicate more? Is he more, is it not so much that he's actually, like, a baby as he is, like, very damaged? Hmm. Because he's already been, he was trained 30 some odd years ago enough to be able to, like, bring some of this back up. He was being trained 30 years ago.
2: Yeah, well, like, like they say, you know, you, if you go a while without it, you forget it.
0: Well, that's That's as much as Ahsoka says, like, maybe it's better if we just let it fade. Yeah. Yeah. Ahsoka says,
2: like, you know, you can do that. If you just ignore it for a while, it'll go away. If you don't lose Uh, lose it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think that he's probably been through a lot of stuff and been isolated for a long time. So how he remembers things is distorted. It would also be interesting to know, like, he's 50 years old. What does that mean in Yoda years? Like, what age is that actually? Where should he be at?
0: Well, I thought he was starting to act a little more like a toddler, but now we get this whole like regression, repression kind of thing going on, and it totally throws every calculation off. He could even – he went into darkness, right? Yeah. He could have been frozen mm-hmm. in carbonite, which we brought up before, right? He could have been frozen somewhere and just like in stasis somewhere and not age for a while. Yeah.
2: So that's why I don't know what they're going to try and pull with this and what they're going
0: to – Yeah, they say that he was taken – but, but we don't know who he was actually taken by. And at some point he was like kidnapped, right? Yep. Um, we don't know when or why or who actually did it. But if he was taken and hidden by somebody, presumably a Jedi, who do you guys think? Are we gonna, If we ever get a, uh, a Grogu flashback, who is saving Grogu like Death Watch saved Din Djarin? Who's the Jedi that spirits
1: May- him away? Who's that? Uh, Who just say I, T? I said Mace Windu. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, there's theories that he's not dead. So so many. I so
0: think so many Pal, mother effing Palpatine. clones in this
1: mother effing temple. Oh,
2: Palpatine's son, along with Rey, also took Grogu. <laughs>
0: After they got the Life Day Stone and went back in time, we'll just we'll just tie it all together. Mm. Yes, uh, uh, I'm thinking I mean, Jacosta knew the librarian. We yeah. already knew from the Vader comics that she's going back and taking the holocrons and making a secret stash that Luke later finds. She's doing all she could, can to protect the kids. I think it's old Grandma Jacosta knew. Could be somehow they'll
2: tie it in with Kenobi. I mean, we know that he was on set in his outfit. Yep. We have photos of that, so that could either play a part in it, or that could be the Jedi that he encounters in a vision at
0: some point, or something like that. Ooh, maybe that's Um, his whole mission, is to go and retrieve Grogu.
1: I mean, literally, they're getting ready to take him to this temple, to be set on this pedestal, so that he can call out the force to find a Jedi master. Maybe right. The... So that,
2: that's where I thought Kenobi is going to come into play because that would just make sense since we have shots of him in costume on set.
0: you think that Kenobi is going to answer the call on Tython in the deep core that was referenced in the last episode? I think it's possible. It's probable. Is, is the force ghost you think is just going to show up?
2: I think, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Force ghosts can do stuff. Yoda so, just shows up and lights a tree on fire, man.
0: <laughs> Possible. I, yeah, uh, people sometimes say, like, that's just because they were on Octo and it's so strong in the Force. So, but Tython would be also. So, essentially, Tython, before The Last Jedi, Tython was Octo. Tython in, like, Star Wars The Old Republic, um, the MMORPG game, it was the... Uh, and for quite a while in in Legends canon, it was the birthplace of the Jedi Order. Okay,
2: so, I mean, that would make sense. So it yeah. would be
0: strong in the Force. Um, it's it's made a few appearances in canon now in the last few years. It was in an Afri comic. It's been mentioned a few times. Um, and now we're possibly going to Tython. Um, so Tython is back uh so yeah you think they take baby yoda so this is another rpg quest right take the yep. baby to the temple climb the mountain on the seeing stone place the baby on the seeing stone and you'll get your next quest he will make his decision and you'll get your next quest so who do you guys think is is showing up to take baby yoda if it's not I, I, I don't think Force Ghost Obi Wan would be able to do much outside of Tython. So, if somebody's going to train ba- uh, Grogu, so reactive just to still call him Baby Yoda. Yoda, yeah. Um, but uh, I'm making an effort. Grogu, um, who's it going to be?
1: Oh, I'm, there's a lot of theories out there, and I know your favorite one.
0: Oh, what's my favorite one?
1: Sebastian Stan, Mr.
0: Um, oh man. Yeah.
1: So
2: what I've heard is that Obi-Wan was going to make an appearance at the end in this next episode. And Luke was going to make an appearance and Anakin was going to make an appearance, but to appease the Chinese markets, they're cutting all of that. So,
0: yes, because of the ghosts. Oh. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, that was my episode nine reference ever Good
0: callback, Chad Good callback. Yeah. Call can't
2: let people forget previous rumors um.
1: <laughs> yeah so but uh, see you're going with it, huh? <laughs> i like I like the theory of obi wan coming in and then maybe pointing him towards uh Luke
0: Hmm. oh maybe. Uh,
1: I
2: don't think Luke's going to play a part in this
0: bring Luke Skywalker in Sebastian Stan is Luke Skywalker. You heard it here. 50th.
2: (laughs) I definitely think um, I'd rather them not bring
0: Luke in. All right. The other top contenders. So I talked to count Dookie about this episode. He was supposed to join us tonight, but um, he said he's old and he couldn't make it because he's, he's tired and it's late. Right. So he said, uh, he messaged me, and this is what he said. So do you think Kyle Katarn will answer Grogu's call at the temple? Because I do, since we saw the Dark Troopers. So Kyle Katarn was the character that you played as in the Dark Forces and some of the Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy games. Uh, he's Count Dookie says he is the only one that was able to stop them in the EU. And Ahsoka already said, She can't train him. So we've got the dark troopers. We need a Jedi. Do we get Kyle Katarn? No. No? No Kyle Katarn? I doubt it. So if it were Kyle Katarn, I I said, I was talking to uh, Mikey Pappas, formerly from the Rogue One podcast, and now the Pop Culture Hour. And, uh, we were talking about some Kyle Katarn and some uh, and some action coming up, and I brought up. I said it was interesting because essentially Kyle Katarn's um, whole story has been like um, lifted and used for Finn at this point. So Kyle Katarn was a stormtrooper who turned away from the stormtrooper. Like something broke inside of him. He he broke away. He originally was the one who got the. Original Death the Death Star plans. It was originally Kyle Katarn, what you played as in the first game with Kyle Katarn, and then he combated the uh, the force sensitive Dark Troopers and was able to bring them down. After he found out he was for- so after joining the rebellion, so he was so he was a a, uh, a runaway stormtrooper who turned to the rebellion and later found out he was force sensitive and later became a Jedi which is essentially the path that they're taking Finn down.
1: I don't know, that story sounds familiar. Right, so
0: Finn was a a First Order stormtrooper who left and helped the Resistance slash Rebellion and then came into his own later as a Jedi, which if you watch the Star Wars Holiday Special and some of the implied things in Episode 9, like, yep, he's getting trained to be a Jedi. So, be interesting if they bring him in, uh, Chad. How how uh, how familiar are you with Kyle Katarn? None at all.
2: That's why I say it's not him because they've been sticking to people that are
0: fairly no. well. known. A lot of people know who Kyle Katarn is. If, I don't think they I do. Mean,
2: I think your version of a lot of people are didn't. people who constantly listen to Star During Wars. And-
0: I mean, Brian knows who Kyle Katarn is, and I would describe Brian as, like, a Kownduki, as your average Star Wars fan from his generation. So he's he's 10 years older than us or so. He was his... around with, and he is, he's not, like, balls-to-the-wall, deep Star Wars lore. He's, like, your average Joe star wars fan and he grew up with those games and kyle katarn is part of his vernacular
2: yeah it'd be interesting to see like i mean they they could do it for sure um i feel like star wars video games have never been i mean they sell well but they're not huge they're not like some giant thing like people think they are um so i would just be surprised if they try something like that i think they'd stick more to something that's already like I also a know, some well-known character. And this is the time that they could also sell, um, like they could push the Obi-Wan Kenobi series or get people hyped for it just by having him make an appearance of some form. Um, right. So that's why I think that they do that.
0: So you guys, can you guys see these images of Kyle Katarin I'm sharing?
1: Fine, who would they get to play him?
0: So that's what uh, Mikey Pappas was saying. We were, I said, Mikey fan cast Kyle Katarn who would it be right now on
1: the spot I mean I could I mean just from me being a, a dork the way I am the uh, <laughs> Will Wheaton Will just, Wheaton? From just the beard that he has in a Big Bang Theory I, that.
2: I think Will Wheaton would do it I think he'd do it can't can he do it legally being a Star Trek man, no. <laughs>
1: what would he be allowed to do it?
2: Kind of, would that ruin some kind of canon thing so, between the two? Didn't someone's head might explode potentially?
1: He did read one of the stories from uh, from a certain point of view. Yeah, he That's did. True. That's true. So he's already he's already in Star Wars or yeah, Star Wars. So yeah.
2: <sighs> now, if you, if you read a story from a book. Wrote, you know, are you now canon? Oh, yeah, you're canon now. If you read an audiobook story, you're canon. Okay, I was making sure.
0: So, uh, what's his name for Mad Men? Um, Uh, John Ham. John Ham, he read one of those as Boba Fett, so he is now canon. There, all right. Um, all right, so being kind of a brash former military, kind of a uh. Yeah, like I said, brash kind of a prick at times. Kyle Katar, but like reluctant hero. Um who would you cast, Chad? Got that look. It's got that look. I think Mikey Mikey Pappas came up with the uh the best fan casting right on the spot. And I'll I'll drop that for you guys.
2: I think um Liam Hemsworth isn't necessarily bad for that look.
0: Liam Hemsworth, okay. Thor's brother.
2: Thor's, Thor's brother. The one from Hunger Games.
0: Okay, okay.
2: I think he could do it. He's not doing anything now. His career died after Hunger Games and Miley Cyrus broke his heart. I'm trying
0: to
1: think. The part. So, first of all, who would you say Roach like, well, that's what I was about to say. I'm trying to
0: think of who I was even... I hadn't even thought of it myself when I asked Mike, and now who Mike said, I can't imagine anybody but that. Um,
2: who did you say? Who did Mike say?
0: Uh, Carl Urban. From The Boys? Okay. The Butcher? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he's got a range. So, I mean, you put this character through through a lot, and... Uh, that's what I told him I was like dude that's perfect he plays like a knight in Lord of the Rings he plays the uh, doc in Star Trek he plays the butcher who is just a, pr- a total prick uh, yeah, in Carl the voice. Really yeah Carl Urban uh, would be yeah. spectacular in this I
2: think, yeah, I think whoever it is will be a surprise maybe but I, I'm thinking they're keeping it a surprise because it's someone we already know like, they tried to keep Ahsoka a surprise, but come on. We all heard about it.
1: Now that was, like, big news all in the, the community.
2: Yeah, so this one, not, they haven't been able to keep surprises this season at all.
1: So all right. whoever
2: the Jedi is, we have a hint. It could be and McGregor. Mm-hmm. If they're able to pull it off and it's someone else completely different and they've kept it hidden this yeah. whole time, bravo to them. But that was way – we know that was way, way harder to do this season.
0: So, here's the top five, I think, that I've heard. I've heard – so, we we covered uh, Luke Skywalker. We covered (laughs) Kyle Katarn. He was number two. So, number one, people think it's Luke. Number two, people think it's Kyle. Number three – who was number three? Um, I can't remember the order of the last ones. Let's see. It was – Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, they could do that. So they could bring Cal Kestis in. Potentially. Um, they get the
1: kid to play him? I know he's not a kid anymore.
0: Well, I mean, he'd be older. Yeah, so they might have to age him up a little bit or something, but... They could have him play him.
2: He they could didn't, have him play I him.
0: mean, yeah. Age is kind of a fluid and relative thing in Star Wars. That so was... Bo-Katan and Obi-Wan Kenobi are supposed to be about the same age um and hey, those, the son... those, those twin sons man oh, oh man. did I do a number on you? <laughs> Obi-Wan, Baru, and Uncle Owen like whew man does a number in 20 years um let's see who was the other one uh, there was at least one more uh, oh T you should know who it is I should know? you should know it's one of yep. your favorite Jedi still unaccounted for and uh, their 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 final fate unknown
1: one of my favorite
0: Jedi? one of your favorite Jedi man look at this he's struggling claims <laughs> that this guy's one of his favorite Jedi made his first appearance in episode one as a background character later they started writing comics about him in the Clone Wars Com- really
1: I mean, yeah, they don't know what happened to him yet. So you're
0: keeping Chad in suspense.
1: Wow, I can't think of his name. You put me on the spot, and I can't think of his name. <laughs> Dark Disciples.
0: Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss.
1: You put me on the spot there. I couldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's another, another big one people are throwing around, around that it could be Quinlan Voss. Oh, the, the last one was Mace Windu, which I, I, I can't see. I can't see. I don't think
2: it'll be. It would be Obi Wan before Mace Windu. I think if they're going to do a Force Ghost
0: thing, I don't think it would be Force Ghost. I think he'd be alive because there's. I know. Been chatter. This whole like. There's always like this little rumor that you know. When oh. else have you ever seen a fall kill a Jedi?
2: Let's let's not do this, guys. Let's not <laughs> do this. Please let someone actually die in this fucking series. Can, I mean, what, what is what is the problem? with fans. Like this is our problem. We just cannot accept what happened in a movie so we create all these alternate ways that it could be a lie so that we can be happy. It's all about this the and then and then we bitch that George Lucas made changes in the special editions. We're like, <laughs> "How dare you change my childhood?" But I do want to see Boba Fett alive. Okay, well fucking pick your battles, people.
0: And I want God. Darth Maul
2: back. You guys, you guys are the problem with it. Hey. You're the problem with this fan base. You you really are. You're the reason people look at it and go like, God, this is a weird, toxic fan base I don't want to be a part of. It's because you bitch all the time about this stuff. And then you and then you're you're just a walking irony. You are a walking oxymoron.
0: It's a walking talking <laughs> contradiction, partly truth and partly fiction. All of fiction. you, all of you. We are. Yeah. We are.
2: All of you who want that kind of stuff. It's it's stupid. Just accept it. Accept it. You what is Palpatine both. said?
0: What did Palpatine he say died. in the same episode that Mace Windu died in? And he was right. They said, you know, he fought Yoda. Yoda fell. He sent the clones to retrieve Yoda's body. And they said, sir, we can't find the body. What did he say? I don't know. What did they say? He then he said, not dead. Okay. But the say
2: thing about Mace Windu.
0: Well. We don't know if his, his body. body
2: was found or not. We don't know. <laughs> exactly. Someone, please write a fucking sentence in a book that says his body was found. The end. <laughs> the end. So we already cool. got Boba Fett coming back for a mini series now because all we did was talk about how much we love Boba Fett, so they made that happen.
0: Oh, well, hey. Yo. You know, Disney, you got Sam Jackson. Yo. You got Sam protesting to be in the episode, it's you know, the, 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 the prequels. That's,
1: yeah.
2: When we don't know what to do, we bring someone back from the dead.
0: Hey, I mean. Case in point,
2: all of episode nine. <laughs>
0: Chad. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so Chad, you're going to say no to Mace Windu. Um, you don't think so. <laughs> but what about Quinlan Voss? Yeah. Quinlan I'm
2: going to even say no to. Sure. I don't know who that is. So, yeah, it can be Quinlan Voss. I'm gonna also say no to Luke Skywalker. Um, I know that other people want like other actors to play him and stuff. For me, it's it's only five years after like Mark well, Hamill played him. Some I, of
1: these side by side pictures.
2: Man, did you get the
0: t- yeah. the message I just sent
1: you?
2: I uh, haven't checked it yet, but yeah, I mean it's it can be impressive with some of this the stuff we can get and how real they can look. I am hesitant on it being. Luke, though, I just don't like that, and I'd want to know how much Mark Hamill was involved because he's always wanted to be fairly right. involved in.
0: So the other Luke one was stuff. the other one was Ezra Bridger. So we get Ahsoka. She's uh-huh. she's looking for she's looking for Thrawn, and who was Thrawn last seen with, and went into purgatory with Ezra Bridger.
2: Oh, I don't know. If- See now, I would like it if it was Ezra. I don't know if they'll do that much, f- f- like just Rebel stuff in a in a row, because that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff that's not related to this show to set up for another show. Um, I think they kind of did that with the Ahsoka thing, and I'm not sure we're going to get any more Rebels this season.
1: just so uh right now i just uh i googled carl urban just because i wanted to see what he's all been in and he has been in two star trek movies so he's out
0: oh yeah so he can't be in there's there's not that kind of a no.
1: he was his bones i, I know was...
0: that's why i said he played the doctor he played
1: i did like
0: i think he's been in three star trek movies i think he yep. was in star trek in the darkness
1: and all
0: three. And he does a great job at it. He also plays uh oh Thor Theron, what what's the uh Rowan? Whatever, the the, the yeah. name Lord of the Rings. He's Lord the, of the Rings. Yeah, he's the uh the leader of the uh the guys on the horses. Um so he does that, and then if you watch the boys, he also he plays the butcher and he does a great job at that, so yeah, he's great in that. There's, there's Star Trek, Star Wars crossover already. We got, we got. Uh, oh, what's his name? Hot Fuzz. Simon Pegg. Uncar Plut. Uh, he plays Uncar Plutt in episode oh. uh, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a complete. That doesn't look
2: at all like Simon Pegg.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's Simon it. Pegg in a suit. That's Simon Pegg in a suit doing a voice, but that's Simon Pegg. So, oh,
2: okay. Well, so I believe that someone from Star Trek can be
0: in a suit doing a
2: voice in Star Wars. I don't believe that their face will be in it.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the big blue elephant in the room, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Fan casting for that. Like, we're okay. going to see Thrawn in live action now. It's, it's going to happen. One way or another, <laughs> whether it's in The Mandalorian, whether Thrawn is actually the guy pulling the strings I think it should Bob be his Gideon? voice
2: actor. His voice actor should be the one that plays him. He's a fantastic actor.
1: Mads Nicholson? Was,
2: yes. He does a fantastic job. He was the Russian president in House of Cards. Did an awesome job in that show.
0: Um, Is it Mads and, or Lars? Which one? One of them. One of them's Galen. He's Galen he, Urso's brother. Okay. I don't know which one it is um Lars he's Lar- Lars Mickelson so Mads okay. Mickelson is Galen Erso so nice. Lars Mickelson is the voice of Thrawn in Rey Okay
2: Rey. yes so he's been he was in House of Cards he's been in other shows too he's a tall thin guy um, just make him blue little older just make him blue he could totally play that i think he'd do a fantastic job and plus it's the same voice that we've been right. used to
0: that or you bring Mark Thompson in, who's the voice actor that reads all the Star Wars uh, audiobooks? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I doubt they do that. I doubt they do that too, but hey. Yeah. But well, I, think, Mark a bone.
2: I think. I uh, think, yeah, Lars, then Mickelson would be my top choice. I thought he did a great job on Rebels as the character. And uh, it's a fun. He he just has that look because he is tall and slightly intimidating, and yeah. thin and old voice
0: a voice too. Just
2: yeah. If you watch House of Cards, like his role as the Russian was basically the same as as Thrawn. I haven't so, gotten
0: into House of Cards, but I've been told by several but yeah, people. Yeah, if you if
2: you just watch the parts of that, like I, I honestly only watched the first two seasons. It stops being good after that. And then, especially because they ended the last season without the lead actor, so it just sucked. Right. It was stupid. Um, but I would say um, to just watch a reel of him doing that role, and I think mm. that it's like, I he would be drawn perfectly. Because he's playing, again, it's just a different version of the same character. He's a little more like snaky, more oils salesman. Right, right. But... Um, He's still just quiet and calm, but
0: demanding and scary. Cool, calculating. Yes, very calculating. Um, all right, I like that. I like your casting for that. I was along the same lines because other people had fan cast uh, Pierce Brosnan purely based on the uh, the canvas. You remember the huge canvas at Celebration in Chicago, where it was like all the different movies. Yeah, they had rebels yeah. on it and stuff. That so was whoever, Yeah, so whoever painted that, very obviously, when they painted Thrawn, just used Piers a young Pierce Brosnan, as their like. Oh man, I have to look again. Inspiration. It's it's very clearly just That's Pierce Brosnan. Amazing. But um, other people have said, uh, uh, who else have they said? They said um, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, they
1: said <laughs> a good
0: calculating. Almost Sherlock, evil Sherlock Holmes villain.
2: I'd rather not because that's literally the same character he played in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like he played, right. he'll just be playing that exact same person, but blue.
0: Right. Um, but no. So yeah, I totally agree with Lars. Lars Mickelson. He's got the chaps. I mean, he is the voice, and so yeah. and we I think have a he's... precedence for bringing um, the voice actor in to do their. A live-action version with Bo-Katan, but not with Ahsoka. But um, props to Ashley Eckstein, who uh, who tweeted her support for Rosario Dawson. I'm sure yes. it was hard for her not to do that character since she's owned it for 12 years. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Team Tano all the way. Yeah. But, yeah, I,
2: th- I thought overall it was a really good episode. I'm excited to see where Friday takes us.
0: So uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one more thing. So we thought back in the day, they're bringing Ahsoka in after they reveal the Darksaber at the end of season one. And I was like, well, they need somebody to fight, um, you know, fight uh, Moth Gideon with the Darksaber. But mm-hmm. uh, they, but the one thing I was like, Ahsoka would mop the floor with this guy. Right. So, what are they going to do? Well, they answered that this episode. The Mandalorian now has a Beskar staff that we have seen can be used to uh, fight lightsabers in combat. So, Beskar is the new Cortosis via cannon.
2: Yeah, I loved that. I loved to see his armor not get sliced. Something that's pervious to a lightsaber. That was exciting to see because... Yeah, that, that makes him even more intimidating. And it makes sense why that steal so important. Because, so important, I mean, yeah. they have been fighting. that They've been mortal enemies with the Jedi forever.
0: Yep. So, yeah, so now he's got a staff that can combat uh, Moth Gideon. So it's only a matter of time before we see him duel Moth Gideon. I saw some, some people were saying, well, oh, that staff is kind of cumbersome looks too big it looks to me like it can telescope down if you take a look at it it looks like you know it can fold up like it's a well fling out lightsaber
1: i may have missed something but it looked like ahsoka broke it in half during their battle did she
0: no well i mean she presented it to him at the end and it was whole
1: it was whole but I swear she broke it in half.
0: Maybe she force healed it. This is the thing now. <laughs> yeah, you you could force heal weapons. Her, it could. <laughs> she it, did heal her lightsaber blades. They were once red. Now they're white. That
2: that's how they were making the second Death Star. They're just taking the remaining pieces of the first one.
0: Force healing it. Palpatine took all his love.
1: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And just... And uh,
0: compassion. Maybe. selflessness. They just... I mean, and he got
2: he got mad and got blown up. So he's like, "Well, next time I'm just gonna make a planet." So that's
0: what he did. I, I liked in the uh, have we talked about the holiday special on the podcast? Which one? The Lego one. The Lego one. Uh, I think we maybe we didn't. I don't know if we did. Well, we won't touch. On, we won't talk a lot about it because I think we need to do a follow up holiday special commentary for this new oh, holiday sure. special. Um. But I love how in it Vader was like, you know, they were naming the second Death Star. And he was like, what if we kill it? What if we call it Starkiller Base? And Palpatine's like, no, that's stupid. Let's call <laughs> it Death Star 2. Oh, yep. Okay. And then fast forward in the future it's like, Ben Solo's like, yeah, it's Starkiller Base. And Palpatine's like, oh, that's magnificent. <laughs> Vader's like, you yep. know. What? Love it, love it, but yeah, so uh, the other, man, you know what I thought of the other day? I was like, I wonder they should have, I think an old canon. Vader's helmet was made of Kortorsis, which is old Beskar, essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. It's what they made the swords out of and stuff to be able to fight against in the Old Republic and the KOTOR games. It'd be sweet if Vader's helmet was was, uh, Beskar, but because of Rebels, we know that it can be slashed open by a lightsaber so yep there's that but maybe after that he got a beskar helmet maybe that's Shut why up. they did the perch they were like you know what we're gonna get i'm gonna take all this beskar that's laying around and make me a new helmet that's lightsaber proof but we'll see that's uh that's another star wars comic from the sixth darth vader comic run in two years yeah. it's waiting to happen but uh all right chad t any last thoughts Oh, no.
1: I'm back real quick.
0: You're back. All right. He's back. <sighs>
2: so yeah, no, no, no
0: thought.
1: What was that, to you? I said, yeah, no thought. I'm just looking back at Disney Plus right now to, to watch the last scene. Oh, you're trying so to, like to I, see if I swear. <laughs> Okay she gets yeah.
0: one of her lightsabers thrown into the the pond the koi pond there but i think she just takes it out and uh um, i heard somebody on another podcast say she probably just threw it in a bag of rice i think it was johnny grasso
1: it'll <laughs> be fine it'll be fine. that's, be awesome. fine. <laughs> that's great oh other than that i don't have any uh
2: no i have i have absolutely nothing people
0: Oh, all right. my, 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 my last thought, I noticed that uh, Grief Karga was a disgraced magistrate. He now has a uh, a magistrate cape, right? Because we see this yep. other disgraced magistrate from this episode, uh, the the uh, Morgan Elsbar Elspar, or whatever is wearing his uh, magistrate cape and they give it back to him at the end. So this is like, we got like magistrates around the galaxy that have like a defining cape for whoever the magistrate is in the area. And, uh, I'm thinking, and now we've, we're hearing a lot about marshals. Cara Dune is a marshal. Uh, Cobb Vanth is the marshal. So I think we're, we're seeing some sort of a, like this structure being put into place that, uh, uh, I think it's going to come in, in, in line down the line is going to be important. So.
2: Sure. They'll be the people that, uh, help lead the ship brigades for episode nine. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. All right, guys. I'm Josh Roach. We are the Talking Sith. Chad, where can the people follow you?
2: As always, people, you can find me on Instagram, Chad M Campbell. You'll find me Michigan. Uh, I don't know what else to look (laughs) me at down there, but Instagram is probably the best one. Follow me. Shoot me a message. Say hey, Chad. I'll say hey, what's up? Um, I'm always in the comments on um the geek end youtube channel if you see a chad campbell in there that's me and that's that's it
0: all right t green green tea
1: uh yeah so you can find me on facebook at t green all right
0: you can find me on facebook at josh roach or you can follow us all at the talking Sith pod (sighs) across all social media platforms Also, you can message us at TalkingSithPod at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, your theories. Who is the Jedi that uh, spirited baby Grogu away? Who is the Jedi that's going to answer the call on Tython? When is Moff Gideon going to catch up to him? What is going to happen next? We cannot wait. (laughs) We are the Talking Sith. Until next time, may the dark side be with you.